0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we return to the book of Jeremiah, where the prophet concludes the letter he wrote to the captives in Babylon. The false prophets among them would soon be punished. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 29. On simply the Bible
0: in the first part of chapter 29 Jeremiah sent a letter to the captives in Babylon encouraging them to build houses to get married and to seek the peace of the city where they were now living the reason was that the captivity would last for 70 years but while they were being disciplined for their disobedience God's thoughts concerning them were not to harm them, but to give them a hope and a future. But there were other prophets in Babylon who were contradicting Jeremiah's message. They told the people that soon King Nebuchadnezzar's power would be broken and they would all return to their homeland in Judah. Therefore, Jeremiah also wrote to them to correct these false prophecies and to pronounce judgment upon those who spoke them. We continue in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 15. "'Because you have said, "'The Lord has raised up prophets for us in Babylon, "'therefore thus says the Lord concerning the king "'who sits on the throne of David, "'concerning all the people who dwell in this city, "'and concerning your brethren "'who have not gone out with you into captivity.' Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will send on them the sword, the famine, and the pestilence, and will make them like rotten figs that cannot be eaten. They are so bad. And I will pursue them with the sword, with famine, and with pestilence, and I will deliver them to trouble among all the kingdoms of the earth to be a curse, an astonishment, a hissing, And a reproach among all the nations where I have driven them, because they have not heeded my word, says the Lord, which I sent to them by my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, neither would you heed, says the Lord. Therefore hear the word of the Lord, all you of the captivity whom I have sent from Jerusalem to Babylon. So they were contradicting the word of the Lord, these prophets in Babylon and saying that, look, we're going to get back home to Judah soon and and really saying that those in Jerusalem were the blessed ones when it was quite the opposite. Those who were in Jerusalem were actually like rotten figs. And back in chapter 24, God had shown Jeremiah two baskets of figs. One was full of good figs and one was full of rotten figs that were so rotten you couldn't eat them. And God said that the rotten figs were those that remained in Jerusalem when God had told them to surrender to King Nebuchadnezzar. And the good figs were those that had gone into captivity. So basically, these false prophets in Babylon were calling evil good and good evil. And so... Jeremiah said, listen, you need to understand that God is going to send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence to those who remain in Jerusalem. These are the three means that God often uses to judge. Now, it's interesting to me as I was just considering this today, if we look at what's happening in the world right now, what do we see? We see Russia having invaded Uh, The Ukraine with the sword. And because Ukraine is a breadbasket for all of Europe, who knows what sort of food shortages are going to occur after this. So you see that often uh, the sword will come and famine will come following that. But then, of course, we also have had pestilence over the last uh, two years or so. And it doesn't seem to be letting up. The uh, COVID-19 virus continues to mutate and continues to cause problems. And so, you know, what do you think? Do you think God is trying to get the world's attention right now? This is what Jeremiah was saying would come upon the people of Jerusalem for their disobedience, the sword, the famine, and the pestilence. And in fact, God would drive them from Jerusalem into other nations, and wherever they would go, they would be an astonishment and a reproach because of what God had done to them uh, as a result of their disobedience, for not heeding the word of God. So Jeremiah said, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. This is what he is saying to the captives there in Babylon. Don't listen to these false prophets that are telling you something else. Hear God's word. And you know, throughout the scripture, that is what we are admonished to do. I think of the seven letters that Jesus wrote to the seven churches there in Revelation chapters two and three. And in each case, he says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Now, God doesn't force us to hear, but he wants us to hear. And if we don't hear, then we reject his word at our own peril. Verse 21, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning Ahab, the son of Coliah, and Zedekiah, the son of Maaseah, who prophesy a lie to you in my name. Behold, I will deliver them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall slay them before your eyes. And because of them, a curse shall be taken up by all the captivity of Judah, who are in Babylon, saying, The Lord make you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon roasted in the fire because they have done disgraceful things in Israel, have committed adultery with their neighbor's wives and have spoken lying words in my name, which I have not commanded them. Indeed, I know and am a witness, says the Lord. Now, not a whole lot is known about these two false prophets, Ahab and Zedekiah, but they have been taken into captivity in 597 BC. They were there in Babylon and they were uh, prophesying these lies. Basically that King Nebuchadnezzar's power would soon be broken and the people would go back to Judah. So Jeremiah prophesied that Nebuchadnezzar would in fact slay them before the eyes of the captives there in Babylon and they would become a proverbial curse In Babylon. And people would say, The Lord make you like Zedekiah and Ahab, just being an example of what not to do, whom the king of Babylon roasted in the fire. Now, I don't think that's figurative. I think that is literal. The reason I believe that is because we know King Nebuchadnezzar had a fiery furnace where he would throw his enemies. We see this in Daniel chapter 3, where King Nebuchadnezzar erected a golden image, 90 feet tall. and because Daniel's three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not bow down to that image, King Nebuchadnezzar was so angry that he ordered the fiery furnace to be heated seven times its normal heat. and he threw these three Jews into the fiery furnace. But of course there was a fourth one there, The, the one who was like the Son of Man, we know it was Jesus Christ. And he protected them when they came out of the fiery furnace. They weren't burnt. They didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. But this is the kind of judgment that King Nebuchadnezzar would do against enemies of the state. And so this is what would happen to Ahab and Zedekiah for prophesying lies. But also because they had committed adultery with their neighbor's wives. So they were immoral as well. Verse 24. You shall also speak to Shemaiah, the Nehelamite, saying, Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, saying, You have sent letters in your name to all the people who are at Jerusalem, to Zephaniah, the son of Maaseiah the priest, and to all the priests, saying, The Lord has made you priest instead of Jehoiada, the priest, so that there should be officers in the house of the Lord over every man who is demented and considers himself a prophet, that you should put him in prison and in the stocks. Now, therefore, why have you not rebuked Jeremiah of Anathoth, who makes himself a prophet to you? For he has sent to us in Babylon, saying, The captivity is long, build houses and dwell in them, and plant gardens and eat their fruit. So Shemaiah was another false prophet in Babylon who had written letters to Zephaniah the priest and other priests saying that the Lord made him a priest so that he could arrest every man who is demented and considers himself a prophet. That was a very thinly veiled reference to Jeremiah. And, uh, and so he wanted Zephaniah to put him in prison and in the stocks. Then he says, why have you not rebuked Jeremiah, who makes himself a prophet to you? Because he has sent a letter to us saying that the captivity will be long and we should build houses and dwell in them and plant gardens. And so he was seeking to get Jeremiah imprisoned and to make him suffer, basically, by saying that he's just a madman. Now, what do you think Zephaniah the priest would do? Do you think that he would arrest Jeremiah? Verse 29. Now, Zephaniah the priest read this letter in the hearing of Jeremiah the prophet. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Send to all those in captivity, saying, Thus says the Lord concerning Shemaiah the Nehelamite, because Shemaiah has prophesied to you, and I have not sent him, and he has caused you to trust in a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord Behold, I will punish Shemaiah the Nehelamite and his family. He shall not have anyone to dwell among this people, nor shall he see the good that I will do for my people, says the Lord, because he has taught rebellion against the Lord. Therefore, Zephaniah, far from arresting Jeremiah or even rebuking him for saying the things that he had said, instead read this letter to Jeremiah, and then Jeremiah prophesied against Shemaiah, saying that because he had done this, because he had prophesied false things and misled the people, that he would not see the good that the Lord would do for his people. And his descendants would not return to Judah with the other people who would come out of captivity at the end of the Babylonian captivity, at the end of the 70 years. What we see here is that even though we have no record Of any convert from Jeremiah we see that God watched over the words of Jeremiah and God punished those that contradicted his words and therefore we need to fear the word of the Lord we need to uphold what God has said and listen to what he said and heed what he said because if we don't we will surely face God's judgment let's close in prayer Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that you care enough about us to show us the truth, to protect us and to provide for us and to give us a future. Father, I pray that we would have ears to hear what your Holy Spirit would speak to us through your word that you might bring life to us and not death. We thank you in Jesus' name,
1: amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that Jeremiah prophesies about the future restoration of Israel and Judah. Jacob's trouble is coming, but in the latter times they will receive God's blessings. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.